This is Theo Rossi, and you're listening to The Spectre Show. With a podcast, podcast, my friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Well, if this is your first episode, you have no idea. But I'm DJ Allen, and I am here to talk to you on the Spectre Show. This will be episode fifty-one. If you want to know what's going to be happening, um, or what I'm going to attempt to be doing, uh, you're going to want to listen to episode fifty. Uh, so this will be the first one on the path to whether or not I can do what I'm hoping I can do. Otherwise, I'll kind of see where I'm I'm sitting with, the rat, with that. So being as obtuse as possible, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the topic because um, I don't want to re-explain myself. So uh, I mentioned last episode that my wife and I recently took a vacation. As you're listening to this, uh, that would be last week. Uh, we went to Las Vegas, and uh, it's it's my second time in Las Vegas, but her first time. Um, and uh, technically, it's really my first time too, because the first time I was there, I was either like 15, 16. I mean, I was I was not able to participate in 99% of what Vegas has to offer. So, um, what the traditional Vegas has to offer. So, uh, and we were really just passing through. I mean, we did spend a couple days there, but we were really just passing through. So, I, I don't. I think that I can still say that it's my first time there. So I wanted to talk about what we did as opposed to what traditional people, traditional Vegas things happened. So um, let me start with what I think that uh, people would consider traditional Vegas trips. Um, I would include heavy drinking in that like like drinking as one of the primary things to get drunk go out and party uh club hopping in this case it may also be inside casinos uh, casino hopping um prostitution because while it's not legal in las vegas it is legal in the counties surrounding it um casinos being the the gambling part of it like doing large-scale gambling um, the, the buffets, I guess, are kind of infamous. Um, so are the steakhouses. So, you know, big, big food as I, I'll, as I'll kind of just leave that at that. And then, um, each casino has something to offer as far as like shows like, um, Chris Angel, uh, Penn and Teller, the Blue Man Group, um, any, there's a multitude of burlesque shows, uh, Carrot Top, Geez, who else was there? Uh, David Copperfield, um, even though I think he's off for the moment with being sued as I record this. So um, magic shows, basically. So then there's also um, singers um, like uh, Barry Manilow, I believe, is one of the bigger ones. Uh, Frank Sinatra used to be. So, I mean, shows in general being like that. And then uh, participating in um, the like they said, the uniqueness of, of, of the casinos, casino resorts, which is like the Venetian, for instance, has gondola rides on the inside. They have a man-made canal on the second floor that they, they charge for gondola rides. And, uh, that, uh, that's the thing. So, 
Um, those are the things that I would consider normal Vegas, the, the intent of the Vegas, what, what people go to Vegas for. And um, my wife and I didn't really do a lot of the traditional stuff. And I, I, had, I think I had more fun because of it. So the, the sum total of the gambling that was done by both of us was done by me. I spent uh, $66, and there's uh, just a story behind that specific number, $66 on roulette. Um, a friend of ours gave us $20 to put on black 28, um, and then I had $60 in cash that I wanted, no, I had $40 in cash that I wanted to spend on my own. So the black 28 didn't hit at all the entire time I was playing roulette, so the friend lost their 20 basically fairly quickly i tried to break it up so i mean it, it, it never hit so the, the friend's money was gone um i happened to make i'm guessing 20 to 30 bucks just my gambling so I, I got to play for a while but in the end i i had to add another six to make sure that i i got out even so that when i lost i lost even and i wouldn't have any extra there so that's the reason for the 66 is i, I kind of you have a, a ten dollar minimum bet at the table that i was playing at and of course i had eight dollars um on that last one so i kind of got a little extra and then i was all right doing um a little bit over uh the ten dollar bet and i ended at 66 so i didn't spend any more than that and we didn't gamble uh after that because what we discovered is that you can smoke in the casinos um i'm an ex-smoker my wife is allergic to smoke now before anyone rolls their eyes and say nobody's allergic to smoke i i mean literally smoke not cigarette smoke not necessarily any smoke so depending on the uh, amount of exposure she has her nose will crack and bleed and um the smoke nosebleeds don't seal or clot as easily so the the way we discovered this is that she um we were at a bonfire and and basically the smoke got just blasted into her face and we didn't know about this at the time and uh later that night she basically had a nosebleed that lasted for almost 24 hours and i i pulled i i had to it would have been kicking and screaming taking her to the doctor but they they couldn't seal it with the chemical like the chemical cauterization so there was all kinds of stuff going on it was a very expensive trip and we've tried, tried to avoid smoke in all forms since then she has gotten nosebleeds from the smoke since but they haven't been nearly as bad and we we kind of catch it early enough so it's not cigarette smoke necessarily it's smoke in general so yes that happens anyway um so we didn't do the casinos um both of us wanted to do a buffet and I also wanted to do a steakhouse. We never did the steakhouse. Um, the reason for that is the we well we, we let me say off uh, say first is that we stayed at the Luxor. So the steakhouse in the Luxor is tender, and tender the 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 price of the cheapest steak on the menu was I believe forty six dollars. While we had a couple of vouchers from a thing that we did, um, it's it was just so much. Uh, we we both did the buffet though, and the buffet if you buy for the the buffet at the Luxor, you also got the buffet at Excalibur. And for those that haven't been, um, the Mandalay Bay, Excalibur, and Luxor are all connected. So I mean, you don't have to go outside to go to all three. I'm pretty sure the Delano, which is right beside Mandalay Bay, is also connected, but they're not. I, we never went to the Delano at all. So 
anyway, we uh, we ate at both the Luxor and the Excalibur um, buffets, and uh, what we discovered we liked was the 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 food, the the regular main course meals at the Luxor were better, but the the desserts at the Excalibur were better. So there was a couple of times where we would eat the meal at the Luxor and then walk the mile or mile and a half that it took to get to the Excalibur buffet to have their dessert. So totally worth it though. Um, so once we discovered kind of that we were, you know, mainly into that, we, we did eat a couple other places. Like we don't have a Nathan's hot dogs in Portland. So at least not, not that I'm aware of. So we ate one of those. Um, we also ate at a place called rice and company, I believe it's called. And that is, um, Chinese and Japanese food. Uh, it was so good, but mostly we just ate the buffets because you could buy a wristband to go to the buffet all day. You got to skip the the pay line and just go straight in. And with that wristband, you could, I mean, we could go downstairs and have a biscuit and then, you know, come back upstairs and then go downstairs later to have dessert or the next meal or whatever. You just come and go as you please, basically totally worth it totally worth it so that's the food thing that we did that i would i would say that was as normal as we were going to get i all we also tried to get to the venetian to do the gondola ride um a it was a little bit pricey um we we would have done the cheap we, we didn't care if somebody was with us but we were we were on a time crunch so we couldn't really go when we found it and two um there were so many things at the venetian going on that we we ended up going to a couple of the shops instead of doing the gondola ride. So if we go back, I definitely want to do the gondola ride. But other than that, I don't think that we did anything touristy um, that would be considered normal Vegas. We were already married 20 years, so we didn't need to get married. Um, we don't really, we're not big drinkers. Uh, I drank one night. I had two shots basically of, of well, I had two two mixed drinks and I mean far from being drunk I also had one of the da- daiquiri machine there, there's a bunch of daiquiri maker machines there with multiple flavors and I, I got one of those just because I wanted a one of the I, I just wanted the slush basically I now I, I did get alcohol in it but it was one shot of alcohol for multiples of ounces of of the slush so I mean it's I didn't even get buzzed but other than that, we didn't drink. So right there, no gambling, no drinking, no high rolling steakhouses. So um, what we ended up doing, uh, we recently did a, oh, for, for, for my wife's birthday, we did an escape room. And then the day after, which was her actual birthday, we did another escape room. In Vegas, we did three, three escape rooms, four. Jeez. Um, I think we did four. One, two, two. Oh, geez, three. Yeah, I think we did four. And uh, we only failed once. So our record now is five wins, one loss. And it's the, the, we, we, we love the escape rooms. We, we enjoyed them. Um, different places offered different things and we got to experience different scenarios. So, I, I think that if we went to Vegas again, that would be another higher on the priority list. Um, the one thing that we did that we were we wanted to check out, but we hadn't had very specific plans to do at any place specific, 
was um, there was a bunch of VR games um, being advertised. Now, most VR places have the universal, not the, the omnidirectional treadmill, where you kind of stand on a, a, a surface that'll move in any direction, and then you wear the goggles, and basically you're stationary, and what you're seeing as you're moving is, is you know, what, what, the, what the omnidirectional treadmill is, is moving you in that direction. We found a VR experience that was, it was a big room, a big empty room. You put on, um, we, what we did was we played a uh, space scenario. We were, we were security forces on a space station and we were fending off the robots that were activated that saw us as a threat. So you put on the goggles, you have a gun and you have a backpack. Uh, you put on earphones too. So we were communicating with each other and, and we were moving through this big room without touching each other or, or anything. And it, we were interacting with surroundings and I, I was watching the demo video. Um, one of their scenarios, you basically, you're like in an alley or you go through a house or something and the path you take in the big room has you not being able to walk through walls. I mean that there's a, there's a whole scenario with that, but, um, but you, you could have a group of eight people in that room and never touch any of them. So it was, it was really awesome. We, we would have done another one, but we, we couldn't find the time to get back. And um, the room was a little on the warm side. And unfortunately for us, last week, Las Vegas was uh, unseasonably warm. So we dipped over 100 a couple of days. And it's, it's not supposed to be above, I guess, 80 this time of year. So... There was that little weirdness, but we did that. Uh, we did do a little bit of touristy shopping, but mainly for other people. And then, um, gosh, we we did a lot of napping because you know we could, but uh, we never we never saw any of the shows. Um, there were a couple of shows that I was kind of interested in, but not so much that I wanted to uh, not do things in order to to do those. Uh, but we, we walked around. We got a lot of pictures. Um, I would, next time, I would plan on doing, like, prioritizing a show. Um, I would try to go to the, the themed casinos in, a, in an area to kind of get a newer experience. So if we went back, we wouldn't stay at the Luxor again. Um, not that it's a bad place. It's just we would want a different experience next time. So I, I suggested, you know, the Venetian or the Caesars Palace or... Um, Treasure Island because um, they all have different themes. There's a new one being built too. It looks like it's going to be Chinese themed, so I would probably consider that one if we went back. But you know, there's no no immediate plans to do that. But we had a great time. Uh, we were there for four full days, and uh, except for a snafu on on our connecting flight once, uh, one, one, our our very first plane was held up and therefore landed late and we almost didn't make the the connection to vegas uh it, everything went perfectly we didn't have any problems at all and uh except for the yeah and then there's the casino smoke thing which i mean we would probably stay less at in the casino area like if there's a like at the luxor for instance they just put up two new towers around the pyramid structure we stayed in the pyramid because well if you're going to stay at the luxor we thought you know this is our first time let's stay in the pyramid the towers um, are brand new rooms. They have a little bit more space to them, a little bit more size, obviously newer things going on inside, and they're not directly connected to the casino, which means they would have been completely smoke-free. 
and we would probably, if we were to stay at the Luxor again, stay in the towers instead. So there's that. But um, we had a great time. Um, I can't wait to uh, figure out where we're going to go next. Uh, I, I have little bits of vacation here and there. That's the, that's probably going to be the major vacation this year. And then next year we would probably do, uh, well, I, I have a plan depending on when I can get time off. Because as a mailman, we bid on our time off uh, a year in advance, basically. So sometime in November, December, I will get to bid on up to four weeks of vacation for next year. So we'll see how that goes. Um, that's going to be it for this episode, really. Um, if you want to see anything uh, about what's going on with anything I'm working on, you can go to emeraldspector.com. The email, emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. You can find me at emeraldspector on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I, I haven't been updating in a while, but I'm going to try to get back into that. And if uh, you are interested in anything we're doing, uh, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And... Uh, Hopefully you'll join us next time for the next episode of The Spectre Show. 